Santa gives us the greatest gift of them all, busting up the plans of those African rebel sons of bitches and forever changing the political landscape of Africa and France. This is I Believe in Santa Claus on Sneaker Man. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, no. <laughs> oh, Sam, stop your crying. Uh, Yeah, well, this is a pretty weird film. Uh, this is a podcast about weird films sometimes Um, called Stinker Madness, where I, Justin, uh, tell everybody about the movie that they just watched to Sam and Jackie. Hello, Sam and Jackie. Hello. Hello. Merry Xmas to both of your faces. Merry Xmas to everyone's faces. Is this, <laughs> this is our last episode prior to it, Xmas? Yeah, it is. I think we're going to skip. Uh, I think we're going to take Xmas week off. Yeah, the release. Because yeah. we would have to release on Christmas, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So. so, Merry Christmas, and uh, this is the third of our Christmas movies. Yeah, it is. We've rounded out. Uh, we've done it again. Actually, I don't think we did three movies last year. We just did one. But uh, Well, happy Christmas. To your ears. Yeah, happy Christmas to your ears and possibly and to terrorism. What? I'm I got some questions about terrorism here in this oh, film. In this film? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh um 1984's I Believe in Santa Claus, also the original French title. Does anybody want to take yeah, a crack at? Uh okay. Try to say it? Yeah. Well I got a translation too. Oh, okay. All right. Um oh, God damn it. <laughs> It's just like, I don't know, and like, here, here, now it's time for me, Captain Sando is a dumb American who can't pronounce French. I don't know when the word starts and stops, it's just, so we got, J'ai rencontré la pierre Noël. Mm, that's better than I could do, I think. What's the translation, though? Uh, I met Father Christmas. I met Father Christmas, yeah. okay, all right. That's that's a better title than I believe in Santa Claus, actually. Well, so that was the New World. Yeah. New World actually did it twice, so... The VHS was Here Comes Santa Claus, and the DVD was I Believe in Santa Claus. So they're just they're just freelancing with titles like, hey, let's try this one. It's like a test market type strategy, like, uh, which is the better title? We'll judge it by sales. Uh, yeah, no, that's what happens at New World. Roger goes, that one didn't do good. <laughs> if we're going to put that on DVD, name it something else. Right. <laughs> I mean, those are like, he's very brief about things like that. And, I, and who are we to question the mindset of Roger Corman, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy. He's the guy. No, Is this a Roger Corman film? Well, it's... Uh, he it, bought the yeah, American distribution. distribution. So, like, if you see New Concord, he made it. If you see New World, he bought it. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, it's on YouTube right now, we should mention. Uh, you do have to pay. It's $2.99 to rent on YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and say, I think you should do you that. Should, you should do it. It's baffling. Uh, it, this is one of those weird... Like exceptions where we're in the Christmas theme run of the podcast, but this easily could have fit into nonsensical November as well. Yeah. It does not make sense. No, it doesn't. You know, I think I'm just going to throw this out there that this movie, if you do spend the $2.99 on it, uh -huh. could easily become a holiday classic for you every Which Christmas. 
It is very entertaining. It's and uh, it's fucking weird. If you read the reviews on IMDb from uh, the user reviews, that's what happened to a lot of people. Like they saw it on TV in 1984 when they were children, and then it just kind of stuck in your craw and disappeared for a long time. They come back to it as an adult and then just watch it with their friends every Christmas. It's like nine out of the ten reviews is that exact same story that you just presented, Jackie. So that's spot on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that you know I'm a leader in thinking. Yeah, um, because that's a good title for a, a person to call themselves. I'm a leader, leader in, in thinking. thinking. Mm. Is that uh, I'm going to start putting that on my resume because I'm looking go. for a new job. Is that a, <laughs> we is like that a Trump leader. Quote? Sure, leader in thinking. <laughs> I mean, is that stable genius type shit? Number one in ideas. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, individual one in indictments. Uh, <laughs> I'm not putting that on my resume. No. <laughs> Only the good stuff. Uh, as a side note, I might uh, might cut this, but Stephen Miller went on uh, Face the Nation this morning. Oh, and he put on the uh, spray hairdo. What? Remember what that shit was? Yeah, they it's use that in Hollywood. Hair still. in a can. Yeah, they still use that on on set. Yeah, he uh, he did that. He went on TV with. Hair in a can? Spray paint on his head. Yeah, you gotta. You can only use it in... It's like long makeup uh-huh. and long shots. You can't use it on close-ups. Yeah, which is... Looks, yeah. looks like fucking spray paint. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because you know is. what? It's fucking spray paint. Yeah, it's putting flour in your hair to make it look a little thicker and then spraying yourself in the head. Yeah, it's actually just like the matting agent and matte spray paint. They just overdo it so it fuzzes up. It's fucking spray paint. <laughs> right. Uh, Santa's got some pretty weird hair going on in this too, Jackie. Uh, I'm gonna cut to you and let's talk about. It's time for costume talk. Costume talk. Costume talk. I'd I'd like to actually start with the elves. Okay. Because on some of the close-ups, you can you you know they have the ears and uh-huh. you know maybe a nose or some eyebrows, but then at the end of the movie when they save the kids, spoiler alert. Sure. It looks like they're all wearing masks. Right. Like they yeah. couldn't get the same actors. So they're like, just put these masks on. And it's super creepy. Like it, Troll it, 2 looking masks. Yeah. It looks like they're like a little mass murdering gang. Right. And, and they I'm, might be. And I, you know, like you catch it, but then, you know, they only show it for a, a split second. Uh huh. But I totally noticed that. And so I wanted to start off with that. Um, as far as the teacher is very well dressed. Yeah. Well, she's, she's got, got some. Stuff. Yeah. She's got beautiful hair. Uh huh. Uh, she's got some beautiful outfits, right? We're we're gonna all stand on the record and say that Karen Cheryl is that her name? Yeah, Karen Cheryl. Uh, That's her fake name. She's a total babe. She's oh, a total she's hotness. a total babe. Yeah. yeah. And then we get to Santa Claus, and it's like he's got this really tight Jerry curl. Yeah. Around around his head, uh-huh, right? Uh huh. And he you never see him without a hat on. Thank right. God. Yeah. And then he's got this like weird scraggly beard that looks like he ripped it off of a homeless man and stuck it on his face. It's a crappy Santa beard, but it's still a Santa beard. Oh, yeah. His hair appears to have been painted a different color than his beard. Like yeah. there is a solid line between the back of his head color and his beard color. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a nice silver blue. <laughs> right. And his hair. And then it's like this dark kind of dingy white sometimes. For his beard. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Santa looks like shit. He also <laughs> yeah. sweats through his makeup real uh-huh. bad in some of the shots. Oh, yeah. And in other shots, he is so red from being too hot under the lights that the makeup is like turning blue and he looks like he's dying. Do you think that they got a fat guy to play Santa or do you mm-hmm. think that they've got a normal guy with a bunch of padding around him? I, I don't. I couldn't tell. 
I know that there's so much makeup on him is for for aging that it's probably just a guy wearing a lot of padding. Either way, Santa is a fairly active Santa in this movie. Sure. Uh, he's jumping around. He's uh, running here and there, trudging through snow and also climbing into a lake at one point uh, in a, uh, what appears to be a warm location while wearing a Santa suit. You can't do that to an actor. <laughs> That's just mean, man. It is mean, man. <laughs> You know, and the other thing about this Santa Claus is if you, when he gets to the close-ups and you look at his cheeks, mm. it looks like they tried to put on prosthetic rosy cheeks, ab- yeah, okay. like above the beard, uh-huh, uh-huh. but like below the eyes. So it kind of makes him look like a plastic Santa. Okay. All right. Which is, is, is super funny. I'm sorry, but it is. And then we get to the good fairy. Uh-huh. Glenda. Or what? what's her name? Mary, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen. The fairy. Um, of the 23rd. Right. Of December we'll have, we 23rd. We all have to just have a brief discussion of her powers later. Right. Yes. But her outfit is very medieval. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I would go with medieval princess. Like, yeah, like a Cinderella style princess. She looks straight up like Cinderella from the Disney cartoon. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the same costume. Right. With the pink one. It, it's No, no. That, you're thinking of Be- uh, Sleeping Beauty. Okay. But it is, I, I would agree with you, yeah. it is very similar to that, that with that... Um, the only the only difference really being is that neck thing in the sure. back, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, it's very Victorian looking with the little pearls and yeah yeah yeah. All right, Sam, what else you got to tell us about this if you can? Well, uh, the director Christian Gion, or you know, I can't. I'm sorry, French people. Yeah, sorry to. I'm sorry to be so American and not know anything about the pronunciation of French words. We live uh, in Western United States, so we have relatively low access to uh, anybody who is of French or French Canadian descent. Yeah, because if we did, though, we'd just be you know smuggling them up in here. What? We'd just be grabbing up them French Canadians because if we had access to them. I don't you know. live with us now. Yeah, exactly. You teach us how to speak properly. I'm not sure what, what, what would really be different if we had more access <laughs> to more French. Maybe Actually, you I know somebody named know, Christian no, Gion. My friend Sasha from college, he's French Canadian. Okay. But he moved back to French Canada. We have zero access to him. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, t- send him a text and be like, how do you pronounce Gion? And he then would he'll just send be like, text back. fuck you, Sam. He does that all the time. <laughs> like, whenever I try to, like, tap into his culture, he's just like, oh, just stop it. <laughs> just stop it, stop dumbass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, anyway, I, I had a bad thing where I let off where the first time I was like, what do you guys call Canadian bacon in Canada? Oh, you suck so bad. Yeah, he was like, we call it ham, you fucking idiot, because it's ham. <laughs> right. Why do you call it Canadian bacon when it's just fucking ham? What, what do you call French fries? Yeah, I don't. I think they call them French fries. Shredded potatoes. Shredded, uh, is it potatoes julienne? Uh, I actually, I think that is what it's going yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Christian Guillaume, uh had had various successful comedy films oh, okay. over the course of his career. He, he actually, because they count ticket sales in Europe versus in France specifically versus uh, actual sales figures. Why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, that might be a better way had, to do it. You're adjusting. You don't have to adjust for inflation. Absolutely. Um, he he had one that did uh, 1.6 million ticket sales in France alone. That seems pretty successful. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so they put him on the helm to this. Uh, we already talked about the New World Connection that, you know, DVD got a different name. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The sort of fun thing, because Karen Sherrill's like a big pop star. Okay. She sold a lot of records. All right. 
and she's probably getting a French pop star, or yeah, like would France. we know her from anything? So, there's like, did a, she do Ninety Nine Balloons? No, she didn't. I don't know. We, we we would know her for anything. She did do English language songs though here and there, uh-huh, uh-huh. or probably more for England. Um, Actually, Ninety Nine Left Balloons is a German German. Song. Yeah, yes, I'm I'm absolutely. Um, but she was, you know, an up and coming pop star. You know, sort of maybe like a less. Uh, Less sultry Christina Aguilera, possibly okay, from right. the eighties, uh-huh, but uh-huh. they put her in this movie basically as a vehicle um, or a show. Perhaps <laughs> you are familiar with the name Francis Lai. I am not the composer, Academy Award-winning composer, because he did Love Story. Oh boy, that's who they brought in to do the music for this with her. Oh boy, so they bring in Francis Lai to do the music with Karen Sherrill. So what are we thinking here? They're thinking fucking soundtrack, right? Yeah, right, right, right. So they do the movie. They do it in both languages. Uh huh. She didn't ask her fucking uh, the company she was contracted with record wise to if she could do the movie. Oh no! They said nope, and they had to, on the soundtrack. So it's her voice in the movie. On the soundtrack, they had to use somebody else. Oh my god! So like Whoops. it defeats the purpose of the entire thing, right? But you know who's to say if they actually said that, right? Maybe they just like kind of. It's like the Millie Vanilli back page of the notes. Uh-huh. By the way, she's not actually on this album. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the sort of biggest uh, fun fact about this movie. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, that's a a metaphor for the film entirely is that like, whoa, this is going to be <laughs> fucking big. We don't need to bother with anything details wise. Let's just uh, let's we, just showcase her throughout the entire got, thing, and and the the butts will be filled in seats. Yeah, we've got Academy Award and hot pop. Right. Let we got we got nothing this to is worry lightning about. Lightning in a jar. Yeah. Uh, you forgot to write a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was very little to find. Like the guy that wrote this. Uh, yeah, nothing about him on the internet. Right. You know, I will say that the main the main theme song throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the musical version of it is very catchy, not yeah, it, not the words. It's, it's not good, but it's yeah. it's like uh, it's like a jingle that you're like, oh motherfucker, get yeah, out of my it, head. Yeah, but it fits well with this movie, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I liked it. Sure, and it's also like right in that right in that sweet spot for synthesizers where people are like, we don't need a full orchestra. I can just do this myself with synth. Yeah, and it's '80s synth pop on the. The mediocre end. Right. Because it wasn't like the cool stuff from the 70s where you had a whole wall and you had to adjust it because that shit was too hard. Uh-huh. Um, it's like the high-end Rollins and shit like that. You're like, oh, yeah, this sounds like Grandmaster Flash. Nice. <laughs> Which Grandmaster Flash sounds awesome on a Roland D88, but the score of a film does not. No, no. And you're never going to sell a thousand million soundtrack yeah. Copies, even doing though that. Miami Sound Machine did okay with theirs too. Uh, yeah, but they had like ten keyboards, yeah, so. and they had a lot of other instruments. I mean, it's called a sound of machine. Machine. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys ready to get into this? Absolutely. Not quite as good as Dragon Sound, but uh, pretty close. Miami Sound Machine. You know, they don't fucking hold a candle to Dragon <laughs> Sound. <laughs> Nothing does. No. I mean, really, Against Miami Sound ninja. Machine. Okay. Um, I believe in Santa Claus from 1984. We start out with the introduction to our protagonist, Simon, who is uh, isolated from the rest of his school group. He's, uh, what do we call that? I mean, he's an introvert, obviously. But, he's a uh, fucking orphan. Wallflower. Sort of. He's a war- we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that here in a bit. But he is a wallflower. There, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, he's too scared to play ball with the other kids, um, who then 
they're not even playing ball. They've they've got like a tennis ball that they're, they're playing soccer with. Yeah, it seems to be that they're playing soccer with a tennis ball or football. As well. And then they kick it through some glass, which is like, what fucking glass breaks when you kick a tennis ball into <laughs> it? Unless it's like a croquet ball that they're kicking around. And then he point, broke his foot. Yeah, it hurts your feet. Yeah. Uh, but they then blame Simon sure. for the damage to the school that, that that has been caused by this croquet ball. Yeah, well, the kid that blames him has a very good reason. Okay. He says uh, verbatim, being locked up always scares me. <laughs> well, this kid been on the inside for 10 years before he <laughs> went to fucking second grade or something like that? Yeah, he had to team up with Sylvester yeah. Stallone to bust out of that got, joint. <laughs> got a new student in the second grade class. He just came from Alcatraz. <laughs> Uh, he's the bird man yeah okay so yeah so simon gets then shoved into a closet which i i'm guessing is what lockup is like he gets yeah. put in the can you know <laughs> that's what Locked we do down. to our dogs yeah that's what we do to our dogs when they get in trouble you can't put a kid in a closet <laughs> like, you get 30 minutes in the blackout room billy yeah. and then billy comes out with horrible fucking psychological trauma and he drank some of the stuff that had the Mr. Yuck stickers on it. <laughs> and the nurse is horridly underqualified to deal with it. There is puke everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, his, like, I guess, adult enemy. I don't know what you what this guy's deal even is. He's like the maintenance guy at yeah. the school. He's is a horrible him. man. He's a horrible person. I think he just doesn't like wallflowers. He thinks the kid is a little pussy. Okay. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to help this kid man up. Uh-huh. So by tossing he, him into the closet. Yeah. <laughs> tossing him in the closet. picking him up by his head. And then, you know, later, throwing some plaster at him and hitting him directly in the face. Well, we got to wait for that as it happens, because this is, yeah... That, yeah. So Oof. so Simon's deal, his backstory is that he lives with his grandma. Uh, his parents are missing, and he misses them uh, very much. Well, it turns out that his parents have been kidnapped by African rebels well, who want to use his parents to negotiate with the government of France to denounce Africa's current government. So they're being held hostage uh, for a, a political bargaining. And obviously this has damaged this kid severely because a as we see, he has a picture of the ugly duckling. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just... Walk no, it's the ugly duckling. It is, but it's a metaphor for who he is currently. <laughs> right, dude, and he's Which got a little knapsack and he's walking away. He's got tears in his eyes. This poor duck has just been shamed and the kid's like, I love you, ugly duckling. You are my only friend. Yeah, I did. I had a metaphor poster above my bed, too. Uh -huh. What was it? It was Dick Johnson, penis guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It was me as a race car driver with a sock in my shorts. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. God, I'm trying to. Th I mean, I, I I had, of course, the the Lamborghini. Kuntosh Everybody poster. had the Countach. Uh, you know what I wanted? It's that fucking Farrah Fawcett poster. I was not allowed to have that Farrah no. Fawcett poster. I had the the red, white, and blue Cindy Crawford bikini one. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that shit. Uh, Jackie, did you have the Farrah Fawcett poster? I I didn't. Uh, I didn't have posters when I was a kid. You were too poor. <laughs> <laughs> too poor. For I posters. was more poor, and I had posters. I don't know what. No, I mean I didn't get into posters until I was <sighs> fucking junior high. So what did you have on your walls? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. What a mis that's worse than the ugly duckling. How do you like you just 
go into your room and be like, this is a place I want to be in. Yeah, there was no art on my walls, nothing like that. Like, you might as well have been shoved into a closet for 30 minutes at a time. No wonder you're who you are. Yeah. Oh, that's, we found the root of her problems. She didn't have any Mario Lopez posters. <laughs> like, no, good job. Good job with the no Mario Lopez posters. You're probably better for it. Okay, we have to move on from poster talk. Um, so... Yeah, so it's a pretty weird scenario for uh, a Christmas movie already, but uh, he goes to school the next day where we get introduced to his teacher, who is uh, Karen... Karen Cheryl. Karen Cheryl. And she's very sing-songy. She has a whole uh, song plan for this, the class, which... I, are they, like, also a choir class? I think that this is a town that has... A church and a school, and everybody goes to both. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, it, I'm with Sam. It doesn't seem like the town is very big, and at the end, it seems like everybody that fucking lives in this town is in the church, and right. the church yeah. is not a big church. Yeah, and the church might be the school too. Might be. Um, she asks everybody what they want for Christmas, and of course, generic answers are given. I want the new He-Man, uh, Castle Grayskull, and uh, Jill wants Barbies, of course. Yeah. Fuck Jill. Um, but Simon, he just wants to poop. <laughs> Teacher, I want to leave this room and go to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so he cut to him going outside where Jackie has uh, caught up to the film now. Yeah. So is he going to a porta potty? I don't know where he's going. Like the the bathrooms are usually inside the building, not out in the playground. <laughs> I mean, had I did go to one grade school that was really really bad end of town that you, there was only one restroom in the middle of it, so you had to like trek. Even in first grade, we had to trek to the bathroom. Uh, to, you had to go outside to get to it. Yeah. Okay. And if you were um, like when first grade, it sucked because if there was like a third grader or whatever, they would just totally beat the shit out of you. Uh, what if he's like a private pooper, and so he's got to go to like the gas station or something? To well, if you're a private pooper, you just got to go home. Yeah, you right. Gotta take, you got to take a shit break. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, little Simon's like, can I go to the bathroom? She's like, sure. At home, I'm gonna get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he gets. You know, we see the janitor, and he's repairing the the broken window, uh-huh. and he takes some kind of like plaster wads it up and just fucking chucks it at this kid like as hard as he can there is an off-camera sound effect of it hitting this kid in the face and it it sounds like he's getting shot with the fucking space laser yeah bam (laughs) (laughs) and then it pans over to this poor kid and he's like he has got mortar on his face (laughs) and if you look at the look on his face just like I'm sorry, but I couldn't help but just bust up laughing because the kid just looks horrified. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you, the, you, you, you're an adult and you chuck blaster at me, you fucking asshole. You could have died. You seriously could have hit me in the eye, you motherfucker. <laughs> and the, the maintenance guy is just, he loves it. He's looking at him like, ha, ha, ha. Eat plaster, shithead. You're lucky you're going to get kidnapped later in this movie yeah. because I seriously was going to hang you upside down yeah. for six hours. If you, were, if you would have uh, done anything to, you know, any of the, the ground features, I actually would have just put you in the landscape, you right. little shit. <laughs> I'll pull a Hoffa on your ass, Billy. <laughs> you don't need parents to protect you. Fuck you, kid. Yeah. You're going to be supporting the structural integrity of the school for the rest of existence. <laughs> and, the, and the janitor's laughing his ass off. Like, yeah. Bear you in the south end zone, motherfucker. 
I just want to know how often he does shit like this and gets away with it. I don't think this man should have a job. Well, I think he gets away with it all the time because the only people that I see that work at this school are the teacher and him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she asked Billy in the next shot, right? Like, what yeah. happened to your face? It's all red. He's like, nothing. Yeah, well, he can't say anything. Well, the janitor's right there. Yeah, and the janitor's like, nah, I did that. I'm an evil man. And she looks at him like, I'm so, not going to do anything about this situation. And then he turns to him and he's like, when you come back after Christmas, I'm going to eat you. Right. I'm going to strip the flesh from your bones and consume you like a cannibal and a psychopath. Um, I now have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Thank> dude. <laughs> what is this guy's deal? I mean, Simon is on a one way path to becoming an adult and climbing a fucking tower and shooting somebody. Lots of them. Like, this kid is traumatized. No, I think it gets better than that. Well, anyway. I think that he becomes a construction worker. Oh. And he's designing houses. And uh-huh. uh, maybe that's an architect. Whatever. Yeah, construction but- worker <laughs> design houses. <laughs> we, anyway. we start at the bottom here. <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm just, I designed this house. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't carry any of this. You just carry shit, buddy. Yeah. yeah so, you know, and... <laughs> He's out like murdering janitors for the rest of his life. Okay, all right. So he's hunting down school janitors and killing them. The Dexter of janitors. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) I saw you throw plaster at that kid. You were fucking going down. And he's got like pictures around his body, you know, like right before he kills him. Do you remember this? Right, yeah. And they're like, Isn't that a picture of you as a kid? Yeah, this janitor hit me with this plaster. Now you're going to pay. And the guy's like, What the fuck? He's like, are you wearing a, a jumpsuit made of human skin from other janitors? <laughs> Why, yes, I am. Thank you for noticing. This mop is made from human hair. <laughs> How do you get a janitor into a van? They, It's their van. Yeah. Can you help me move this couch into your van? <laughs> <laughs> into your van? Wait. Uh... Wait. Oh, we, got, but we both got vans. How are we going to do this? Like, Whose oh, van gets uh, put in? We just like ask to ask these vans and go free for all? What, what happens? It puts the lotion on its... No, hey, that, that's too much lotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down with the lotion there, janitor. Uh. <laughs> okay, so um, his teacher's like, okay, well, we're going to all write letters to Santa and ask him, you know, what, you know, give me this fucking He-Man shit. And, of course, Simon says, I want my parents, Mr. Santa, and mails it off to... Santa. I guess Santa lives in Finland. Sure. Yeah, Okay. Uh, what's the name of the town? Rovin- Rovonomy? Because it's in the song as he's putting his right. letter in the thing. Right. Why? When did Santa move from the North Pole to Finland? I don't when know. That I actually did tell Santa he was finished once, and he said, no, I'm not done. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> lame Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now I want to be Dexter of Sam. So... <laughs> 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 uh, so the next day, they fucking uh, they take a field trip to the to the most exciting place you could possibly take any child of six or seven years old, the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just take a field trip to the airport main lobby, and they're like, "Here it is, kids, enjoy the Behold. magic, <laughs> commerce, and travel all at once. Get back in the bus. See the see this board. This tells you if your flight's on time or not." Great. Can we try the fucking zoo? Because yeah. I like the zoo. This airport shit sucks. Yeah. Well, you know, they are going to go get on a plane. Uh, where? That's heading to New York. They're just going to sit on it and then get the fuck off. 
That's their field trip. Yeah, dude. They don't they go actually sit on go a plane. To, they don't go to New York. They just sit on a plane and then, all right, that's what it's like to sit on a plane. Now beat Let, it, you little fuckers. Let's go back to school. Yeah. So I will say that airports are quite interesting. And this is why. Because when um, I was in high school, okay. there was a shadowing program. Whoa, boy. And right. I signed up. The shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow knows. Uh, I signed up to go to the airport. And I had originally signed up to be a stewardess, but they wouldn't let me like travel around on planes by myself. Uh, you signed up to be a stewardess, and they said, uh, we don't use that term anymore. They're flight attendants, you okay. fucking son of a bitch. Well, anyway, they weren't back then. So uh, anyway, they made me stand at the counter, you know, where they check you in and people are all nasty to you. Right, right, right. And it was at that point that I decided, you know what? I want to work for an airline, just not be this customer service asshole who has to sit here and put up with everybody else's shit. So I wandered around the airport for a while, and you'd be surprised how much free shit is in like these like first class lounges and uh-huh. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the things that the public doesn't get to see. Okay, so if you're a six or seven year old child who does not want to be a flight attendant when they grow up, uh, good field trip. Yeah. I don't think it is. Well, maybe they get to have lunch at the McDonald's there. Can we go to the museum? Nope. Airport. Yeah. Well, a little little mix-up happens. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a mix-up because there's not even any other kids to mix them up with. Uh-huh. Some lady's just like, here you go, kids. You're going to fucking Finland. Yeah, she just grabs Simon and his friend Elodie, I believe is how we say her name. Elodie? Elodie? Yeah. yeah. Like Melody without the name. Um, because they're looking at the Finland's flights and see Santa's town, Ravanamini, uh, and then she's like, you belong on this flight. Well, and Simon's like, we should go get on that flight. And the little girl's like, no, I, how are we going to do that? And then all of a sudden this, this stewardess appears and she's like, Hey, um, flight attendant, flight attendant appears. Hey, put these on. They say, um, and get your ass on the plane. Yeah, the little girl's <laughs> like, we don't have any tickets. And then the flight attendant gives them backstage passes to you two show or something. Right. Right. And they end up on a fucking plane to Finland. Yeah, and they get, like, way a better dinner than I've ever gotten on a plane. I believe they're in first class. Sure. Like, they're... Would you want a hot towel? They're a (laughs) seven-year-old. Why wouldn't you? What do you do with this? Uh, Jackie and I flew on first class one time. Uh, We got bumped because uh, uh, the plane was full or some shit. And, uh, yeah, we got the hot towel, and... uh, I just kind of dabbed it on my face and then set it down. Like, do I want it? Can I not have the hot towel? Is that an option? Because I don't know what to do with it. And they just, nope, here's your hot towel. Okay. What do you do with the hot towel? I don't know what you do with the hot towel. You clean your fingers off. Of airplane goo? Yeah. (laughs) You know. Well, you have to go through coach, so you need to get the pour off you. No, yeah. that's what the hot towels for it's to get the pour off of you. And, and it's, uh, you know, you don't get wet naps. Yeah. That That's that's uh, for the oh, poor wet people. Naps are for yeah. fucking those fucking rib rib guzzling jackasses behind you. <laughs> rib guzzling. The guzzle ribs and chicken wings, those slobs. So they had wet naps. You just need a hot towel to get their essence off of your fingers. That's right. That's the best theory I've actually ever heard. <laughs> um, so anyway, so they're they're on a plane to Finland. Nobody is concerned about these kids. The teacher completely forgets about them. Their family appears to not be real worried about them because at no so, point are these child 
children reported missing. I am wondering. I I would wonder about her ability to be a teacher when she doesn't do the head count. Right. But she's lost her glasses, too. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if she does, if she's just not that sharp. Because she shows up and she's like, I can't see anything. Why is this? I don't know. Are all the children here? And the children, of course, answer yes. yes. And she's like, all right, let's hit the road. Yeah, we're done. We're done with we're the airport. good here. <laughs> well, you know, nobody likes Simon. They don't give a fuck if he's on the plane right, or if he's on the about, bus. What about Elodie? She has actual parents. Well, she has friends, too, but nobody gives a fuck about her either. Uh, people need to go to prison for this shit. Anyway, works out pretty good. Does it? They get on first class. They get a real nice meal. They get they bring them coloring crowns and paper because, you know, we see that they have some art that they've been working on. Can you try that one more time and pronounce crayons properly? Uh, crayons and crowns. Uh, they are crayons. You're both idiots. Crayons. What did I say? You said crayons. Crayons. Crayon. Crayons. Crayons. Crayon. C-R-A-Y-O-N. Crayon. See, I said it right. <laughs> I like you. you called it out and then pronounced it wrong. It's crayons. <laughs> Crowns and crayons. No, those are the generic ones, Justin, that you were given as a kid. <laughs> Brian Cranston. <laughs> okay, so, uh, uh, so they get into Finland. And they're like, okay, well, where do we go now? They sneak through customs so we avoid that little plot pitfall. And uh, they just wander into the forest of yeah. Finland. Like, let's let's ditch these backstage passes. I'm pretty sure we just need to head this way. Right. Santa lives inside of a forest in Finland, right? Let's go. Well, they say that, you know, he lives right outside of this town in the forest. Uh-huh. And he's in the center of the forest. So if you just walk into the woods, eventually you're just going to run smack into the middle of this magical kingdom is what I'm thinking. I don't know if that's how forests work. Like, they have edges, too, you know. I don't know how Finland works, but I'm pretty sure it's way too cold to walk into the forest. Dude, not to mention that these kids, there's no way they would get very far because they're only maybe three foot, three feet tall, Which right? the snow is a, a ten and a half feet yeah. deep. Yeah. I mean, they would be avalanched in and die, like, right off the airport. Well, speaking of which, it doesn't take long for things to start going poorly for them because they start to freeze to death. Yeah. Uh, there's wolves out there who are looking for these children and to eat them. There's dogs. Yeah, well, okay. There's the sound of wolves. Sure. Or a man getting tortured in uh, the dungeon of Camelot. I'm not real sure. But we do find out that it's just like a German shepherd. I did see a wolf and asked if it was finished. He said, no, I think I got a little bit more. (laughs) So bad. She's falling asleep. She is on death's door, like minutes away from dying. They make it about 14 feet in, and then they're already laying down like, getting tired. Getting tired, Simon. I don't know if I'm going to make it. He's whining about being hungry, and that's the least of his problems. Starvation's not the thing that's going to kill you, kid. No. I mean, seriously, within minutes, they're going to die. But then guess what? Santa shows up. Thank God. Yeah. In a cardboard, rickety piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Santa reveal here is like, what, you couldn't get the guy from the mall? Right. This guy doesn't look as the good as the guy from the mall. <laughs> Who doesn't look good. And they made this sleigh for this movie. You know there's actual sleighs. You, like, s- you can see the frame uh-huh. through what was supposed Like, they tried to cover up the frame that they made, but they didn't quite get it all covered. No. 
It was like, oh, God, you realize that I can see that you didn't even paint the inside of that fake panel. Right. From this side, like, where's the camera? What's in front of it? Let's figure this out. Uh-huh. Ugh, it's awful. Well, in their defense, it was made of cardboard, so it kept breaking. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. were like, you know what? Fuck it. Just slap it on there for today. We just need a couple of shots. Got, got the shot. Let's move quick. Well, he takes them to his house, which is not a nice place. <laughs> no, I, I think I was right when we were watching it, and I assumed that Mrs. Claus has kicked him out. Uh, <laughs> the divorce went poorly, and this is the only place that he can afford after the alimony. So she got the house, which is in the North Pole, sure. and he had to move to Finland so that he didn't have to pay the alimony, I think. No, he still has to pay, but maybe the property taxes are low. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I mean, he does need a lot of room for all of his reindeer, which we find out that uh, if you're a reindeer uh-huh. for Santa, uh-huh. the best ones get to go on the trip. Right, on but Christmas. If, on Christmas. But if you break off a horn, you are fucking delegated to being the transport reindeer. Right, for children and elves. Yeah. Uh, you're the shitty, you're the shitty <laughs> ones. And then you only get transported from the shed to the house. Santa, it's walking distance. Does Santa have like a like an image problem? Like like kind of Hollywood? Like oh well, I can't arrive on Christmas with only one horn. Yeah, well, even though you're a superior flying reindeer than these two horn battles. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, but I, I got to keep this image up. And then he, you know, touches them a little bit, you know, inappropriately. And uh, then he loses his job. You know? well, that's why he went to Finland, because if he would have went to Sweden, he would have to compete image wise with King Carl. Ooh. And that's not going to happen. Who's King Carl? The king of Sweden. His yeah, name dude. is Carl. The it's king awesome. of Sweden's name is Carl. Yeah. That's so cool. Was he by chance a lounge singer in Las Vegas and a very, very distant relative of the king who died and he's his last remaining heir? No. He's not really, a King Ralph situation. It's like the fifth he's the umpteenth. There was there's a lot of X's and I's after his after Carl's name. I'm Carl the sixteenth. Well he's he's the sixteenth of or Carl. however many kings <laughs> he is. I don't know that there's been a lot of them that were Carls. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's been a lot of them in his lineage that were kings. And, uh, yes, the reigning monarch in Sweden is named Carl. I mean, you know, let's be let's be truthful. The, uh, the husband of the Queen of England's name is Phil. Sure, but Philippe is real regal sounding. It is. Carl isn't short for anything. It's just Carl. Carl Lip. But he's made, yeah, I I am infatuated with King Carl. I imagine he punches out like polar bears. Right. Wrestles sharks and shit. King Carl. Yeah, King Carl. With that kind of a name, I'm with you. He is an adventure man with a beard and shit. Oh, he's got a super hairy chest. Oh, yeah. When he's not on a royal tour... He lets that beard grow down like super long. He braids it like Call the Warrior. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He paints some shit on his face and he's running around without a shirt on, the, pretending to be Sasquatch for the neighborhood kids. The only musical instrument that he likes listening to is one of those big drums, like war, you know, sure. marching drums. Don't look at a picture of him on Wikipedia because he couldn't be more Carl. Oh, no. Damn it. It's just like a guy in glasses. And you're like, dude, that guy is Carl and he is the king of Sweden. How awesome is that? The illusion is gone. I'm looking it up. Okay. All right. Well, we don't have time. Yeah. Either way, King Carl would totally, uh, his shadow is too, too great for Santa. So he went to Finland. Uh, so they spend the night at Santa's house. It is his shed. Yeah. Let's uh, call it what it is. So he moved to Finland. So he's not actually Finnish. Oh, God damn. No, I'm done. 
<laughs> You're literally done. You were through podcasting. <laughs> Sam has given up. <laughs> He's peaked. <laughs> and it wasn't a good one. <laughs> well, you better go out and buy a Porsche. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With that level of joke, you have to go buy a fucking... No, you need a, an X nineteen <laughs> Fiat so that you may never get to sixty miles an hour. <laughs> All right, so <coughs> the next morning they've spent the night in a different country. Nobody's out looking for these children, uh, and they get woken up by a wolf puppy being thrown at their faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is also the wolf that was in the sleigh too. So I was like, wolves are just like any other animal; they're nice and. The kids are like, that's not even a very big dog, Santa. <laughs> like, that's, just a, that's just a dog, buddy. <clears throat> and why would Santa have wolves? Why does Santa have wolves? Security. Oh. It's a puppy, and uh-huh. then he's like peeing on the table. Right. Do you think Santa's hitting the sauce now that Mrs. Claus kicked him out? Uh, he's He might be a little bit harder than that. I think... When he was happily married, man, I think Santa Santa had a little bit of brandy every now and sure. then. You know, sit by the lot by the fire in his big chair, and uh, she knits stuff, and he uh, uh, just kind of stares at stuff. You know, drifts away. You know, from the stress of being Santa for the entire month of Christmas. But now that he's on his own, I think he's going to a uh, little bit of a little bit of candy. <laughs> He doesn't seem that active. No. Uh, no. Because if he was doing him. the nose candy, he would be a lot thinner. Oh, so he's he's going the other direction. Yeah. He's on... Uh, he is smoking some dope and eating a lot of candy canes uh, by the fire. Oh, I think he's past dope. I think he's on uh, on the, the brown stuff. I think he's just, you know, he's gone straight to the bread bags full of Lysol. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why his yeah. hair is weird. So now that they've they've stayed there, Santa has decided to find out who these kids are. Like the first time, hey, what's your name? The next day. Sure. Uh, so he can cross-reference who they are with his Santa database. He's got like a IBM. Yeah, yeah, the two. Pretty fancy. For, <laughs> for, for 84, this is a nice computer. I mean, you'd think Santa Claus would have a Commodore 64, but no. I was trying to think about, like, the first time I had access to a computer that nice was well after this movie was made. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Santa has got a contract with NORAD. Yeah, the only thing, to the age of seven, the only thing that I had ever seen was a Commodore Vic. Right. So he he looks up who they are, finds out what they want for Christmas, Sees that, oh, Simon, I remember him. I got his letter yesterday. He's the kid whose parents have been kidnapped by African rebels. What? (laughs) That one stands out, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember him. (laughs) And then he tells Simon, well, this isn't our Christmas present. This is actually a political problem. Right. I can't do that for you. It's not. Yeah, it's not the the Christmas. It's politics, buddy. It's politics. So... (laughs) But here's the thing. If uh, I got to get into bed with Idi Amin, he's going to want people back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, bad. It's bad news. Yeah. We're just trading. We're just trading bodies at this, at this point, point, Simon. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. You're just a child of seven years old. Uh, why don't we go to my workshop and I'll show you the slave driver uh, named Mary Ellen. That's exactly what happens because she, the good fairy of this movie, 
appears to be the factory manager of Santa's workshop. And if you listen to the words that she is singing, Mm -hmm. hey, elf, quit stealing that elephant. Put that back. Right. Like, she's also in charge of loss prevention. Yeah. Like, these elves are kleptos. (laughs) Why do the elves want any of this shit anyway? Where are they going to take it? That's where they live. Yeah. (laughs) I've stolen this toy I'm going to make. That I can never play with because all I do is make toys. Make toys. Uh, okay. And then there's like some other really weird things that she says in this song. Like, you're lazy. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, Mr. Jones, lazy bones. Who yeah. are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Is there an elf named Mr. Jones that you're having like a, like a labor problem with? Like, man, you're not living up to your motivation. Like she has meetings with these yeah. elves one-on-one. Like, oh, hey, my office door is always open, but you don't want to go in there because she's a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's taking shots at Indy, maybe. At Indy? By, yeah, by not using his true title doctor. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a stretch. It is. That's much. Well, you know why you got to stretch there because you're like, she's definitely hot enough to be boning Indiana Jones. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dr. Jones, all time for love. Um, So, but she's also their fucking teacher. Yeah, it's it's, it's, right. uh, It's Karen Cheryl's back. It's the same actor, but is it the same character? I don't get that because I don't think that this has like a Wizard of Oz type thing where the kids were frozen to death on the side of the airport and then they wake up and it's like, oh, all of this stuff didn't happen. You were there and you were there. Like you don't you don't get that feeling at the end. If Jackie's on to something, what if this entire movie is them walking into the light? And before dying. they're before the the fucking paddles wake them bring them back you well, know the defibrillators sure there was never a tornado she was in Kansas the whole time right what possible if, the, if this whole thing is a death dream yeah but it is a Wizard of Oz death dream okay. yeah because oh. then you know that would make sense with his parents just being there when he wakes up because they're dead they died two months ago because the uh, France government the French government wouldn't do shit about it no they're not gonna do shit oh man. What oh a, God! That's a you know that's the theory. actual pretty much the plot or the layout story layout for I Am the Cheese, so children's book that they recommend you read. And you read it, you're like, this is like the Deer Hunter for twelve year olds. <laughs> Why would you fucking make me read this? Starring it, now Chris Walken and Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, kids stuff. <laughs> kids stuff. Um. Okay. So I. I I like your theory, Jackie. I like this death dream idea. But let's for now play by the rules of the film, and that this is act- they didn't die, and this this is actually happening. But again, is she banging Santa? Does she live no, there? No, she seems like Santa tries to get it in her bubble a couple times, and uh-huh. she's like, "Bitch, please, <laughs> I am banging Indiana Jones." So now Santa has an HR problem, yeah. and she's in charge of HR too. I'm gonna hit you with a fucking lawsuit, yeah, Santa. <laughs> Every once in a while, she just blows in his ear and tells him it's okay that if he jacks off after she leaves. <laughs> she seems like that kind of girl. She's the head of HR. She can't sue herself, right? She can't. No. Yeah. She can. Well, she, I mean, him. she's. You can't you can't talk to your employees like she's talking to these elves. So fuck it, <laughs> right? Yeah, I have a feeling that HR doesn't exist in this world. 
I have a feeling that some of these elves don't make it through the entire year. Like, I could see her using an elf as a weapon. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead too far, but they do leave elves behind in the kingdom of the ogre. So or do they? We'll I, get to that as okay. well. All right. So, anyways, she tells the kids, hey, don't go over there. Speaking of the kingdom of the ogre, there's that's the kingdom of the ogre. Yeah. So, he, the king, the ogre, I guess there's just one. Yeah. But he has his own sovereign nation. Actually, in this point, she's just like, that's where the ogre lives. Later on, the movie describes it as a kingdom. No, even though it's a sh- Is it? Yeah, I've got it. It's in oh. that note, the kingdom of the ogre. Well, it's a shack. And it's about 800 feet from Santa's house. And yes. uh, I'm not going to lie. It looks slightly nicer than Santa's place. So the property tax next to the kingdom of the ogre must be really cheap. Like it's on the annex of the kingdom of the ogre. Like maybe Santa doesn't pay taxes at all. So that's why he lives there. Because if you're Santa, you've been kicked out of the North Pole because Mrs. Claus has had enough of your fucking shit. Uh, why would you move next to the kingdom of the ogre? I think like that's the, the last place I'd want to go to. It was one of those unfortunate situations where... You're in college, you get a dorm roommate that you're not going to like the first time around right. every time. Okay. But later in life, Santa was like, fuck, I have to hit up my old dorm roommate. My wife's kicked me out. He's the only guy that talks to me. So he's actually just sort of uh, staying in the kingdom of the ogre. Oh. And the reason he gets to stay there is because uh, he kicks down a few elves for the ogre to eat <laughs> every once in a while. Uh, okay. All right. I get it now. Um, hmm. Yeah, this ogre is a child eater. That's his thing. Don't go over there because he eats children. Yeah. Which I understand is very fairy tale esque, but uh, there's we live in a modern world in this film. Shouldn't like the police be looking for this guy? <laughs> Would you? I mean, he lives out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. If he's eating the children, yeah, I think you have to. Well, maybe he only eats little bastards that nobody likes. Oh, like the ones that left been left by the side of the road to die uh, that Sinterklaas didn't get to. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, they still do that, I guess. Maybe we need to have a little... Maybe King Ralph or King Carl needs to... King Ralph? King, well, you know, maybe that's who's running uh, Finland right now is King Ralph. King Ralph. I don't think he's running anything. <laughs> running his mouth <laughs> um so she mary ellen the fairy or a elementary school teacher um or the ceo of santa factory um takes santa to africa we got to help this little simon dude let's teleport to africa and then we'll just go get his parents and come back yep now santa's in fucking africa <laughs> I mean, this is like Shaft in Africa. No, it's not. Shaft has a reason to go to Africa that isn't completely implausible. Like, it's a stretch and Shaft goes to Africa. And this, you're like, okay, wait, what the fuck? Santa does not belong in Africa. I'm sorry. Nor does a... It doesn't work. Are you saying the children of Africa don't be- don't get Santa presents, sir? You know what? I'm not fucking Bono, Sam. Yeah, they don't get fucking Santa presents because they're all Muslim, you butthole. Do they even know it's Christmas? Yeah, fuck Bono. At all? <laughs> well, the Santa monkeys does not go there. The monkeys get presents. Yeah, the monkeys get Santa yeah, presents. Yeah, wow. even the monkeys According get presents. According to the fairy of who's only available on the twenty third of December, <laughs> right? As the rules will later state, right? Um, yeah, they look in one hut. 
oh, they're not here. Let's follow these car tracks, and that will lead us to where they're being held hostage. And Along the way of this path. Here's something that Santa never turns to her and says, why didn't you just teleport us directly there? Uh, I'm going to teleport us uh, a ways out. And they don't go to, like, a particular place. They just go to Africa. Yeah. I wonder if they anybody realizes how fucking big Africa is. It's pretty big. Well, according to this, you can walk it in uh, about 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh, anyways. So along the way, they do run into some monkeys. She can speak monkeys because that's, uh, that's one of the fairy powers that she possesses is... Uh, monkey talk <laughs> yeah this whole scene goes on for way too long you're like what are they doing it's not like way too long where you're getting bored with it it's actually really funny but you're just wondering scratching your head like who thought that them eavesdropping on a family of monkeys was a good scene while they're talking about being st- hey it's santa yeah look at that son of a bitch it's Santa, said the monkey. And the, the monkeys are confused because they are very good at keeping track of the calendar dates. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, he's early. This isn't Christmas Day. What's Santa doing here? Which implies to me that Santa also delivers presents to all the monkeys. He, 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 he says he does. Yeah. That's impossible. That's insane. Well, you know. It's, it's insane enough that he delivers presents to all the children, but monkeys too? Yeah, what does the monkey's uncle get? <laughs> Drunk and yeah. offensive during Christmas. <laughs> you know that Trump's got yeah. it figured out, <laughs> said the monkey uncle. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, God, not this again. <laughs> no. Well, they're also talking about how handsome Santa Claus is. He's not. No. Well, I guess if you're a monkey, you know, what are your what are your tastes? And well, you should probably like guys. other monkeys. Well, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's what's going on here. Like, uh, ooh, well, actually, I don't know. I've seen the monkeys at the zoo, and they seem to jack off it about everything. So yeah, right. Maybe Santa is handsome. <laughs> the one thing I know about monkeys is they are not good musicians. Boo! I like the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't play their own instruments. <laughs> no, David Nesmith did, sort of. Yeah, uh, Peter Tork uh, played a tambourine. No, wait, uh, no, that was. Uh, Davy uh, Davy Jones, Jones. lived tambourine in the maracas. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought Torque played the drums. No, that was uh, that was Dolan's. Uh, played oh, played the, drums. the drums. Yeah. Oh, man, I love the monkeys. Um, so Elodie, the girl, wakes up in the middle of the fucking night, walks over to the window, hears. The words of Mary Ellen warning her, do not go to the kingdom of Ogre. He will eat you. It's forbidden. Yeah. So she's like, I should grab a puppy uh-huh. and head over to the kingdom of Ogre. I just want to look at one. Where I will likely be eaten. Yeah. Okay. At this point, she's thinking, I'm never going home. My only <laughs> options around end here. It, end it. End it. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm. Maybe the ogre's place is a little cooler. I'm going. She wakes up, rolls over, sees Simon, and is like, well, I'm six and uh-huh. a half. Uh-huh. I don't think I can roll over and look at this for the next 65 years. While living. I'm out. It's, I, he's going to be the next Santa. Simon, I want to end my life now. 
Yeah. We all know what happens with Santa's. They end up. <laughs> she doesn't realize that she can get out like the other Mrs. Claus. She was just making all Santa's money, and she's in Cabo getting loose. <laughs> like tequila, fucking yeah. Banana boys. Spring break. Banana boys? Come at, come at, cabana boys, sorry. <laughs> banana boys. Banana, banana boys. Because she looked in their pants. Yeah, like, she's hey, got banana boy. men wearing banana cock hammocks just <laughs> waving them around in her face <laughs> she's like that guy's got a good sway about him she's like i'm even though there's only four of them i'm so drunk i see 16 dicks this is great <laughs> i love banana hammocks <laughs> all right so uh she wanders into the fucking kingdom of the ogre simon wakes up sees her chases after her stop don't go in there he'll eat us I just want to see what he looks like. Shut up, Simon. I was going to get a look at him. What are you talking about? <laughs> she wants to look at his banana hammock. Oh, but, oh hell. Huh. Hmm. That's Mrs. Claus, not a six and a half year old child. Oh, sorry. Jack. I thought we were still talking oh, about no. the Jack- Mrs. Claus. Oh, my God. No. Okay. Jackie's still in Cabo right now. <laughs> still in Cabo. I'm so uh, sorry. I've drifted off. Jackie's having her own death <laughs> dream right now. I'm so sorry. No, okay. I thought we were still on Mrs. Claus. Within seconds, they get yeah. nabbed by the ogre, though. Yeah. Who is the fucking janitor? With long, luxurious hair. What is happening? Wizard of Oz bullshit. I understand Karen Cheryl being multiple characters just so she can sing multiple songs in different times in the movie. Yeah. Why is the janitor the ogre? So that they... Can exp- I don't know. It has to be a death dream. These children are on their way to the pearly gates. Sure. Well, you want to know another fun fact? Yeah. Santa Claus is his dad. My God. If you look close, it looks like they are the same actor. What? I don't know about that because he would have had to shave the full head of hair he has for each eyebrow. Maybe they're fake eyebrows. There's no. Why would you do that? <laughs> Well, why would you have the ogre be the fucking janitor? Like, what Just, is happening? Yeah, I don't know. Well, in the writing of it, too, like, they talk about, like, the janitor being an ogre at the beginning, too. Right, right, right. But now he's in Finland? I think it's basically just to explain that there's somebody else that's part of that's somewhere else, just besides just sticking Karen Cheryl in, in two roles. Okay, why? Because people have... St- Stupid ideas that are like, oh, we got to do this. That'll explain that. And you look at me like, it doesn't matter. You're making a movie about Santa fighting fucking rebels in Africa. You don't need to explain anything. Your thing is shit to begin with. I, I completely disagree. I think that this is with purpose because let's go back to the fucking ugly duckling. That sure. is put there for a reason. That's not an accident, which means that there's a level of detail to this film. It's shit. Yeah, it's a bad fucking metaphor, but I think that this is attempting to say something, not just like, oh, let's cover our bases about Karen Cheryl. I think it's intentional. Or we're just copying The Wizard of Oz poorly. Yeah. Oh, man, it means something. Anyways, so he's going to eat him. He's like, "Uh, uh, you guys got to clean my house. Uh, And then I'm going to eat you. And then I'm going to eat you. And he said he just ran out of kids, so... He's glad he found them. Right. Why is his house dirty again? So he's like, when he gets done eating kids, he just fucks his own house up. He's a messy eater. He plays with his food. <laughs> Ew. That's, yeah, no, too far. No, no, because the kids are running away. Is that what you meant? What, playing with his food? 
never no, mind. No, I meant like he shoves his hand up. Uh, no. You know, okay. No. <laughs> Does a little skeleton dance, you know? <laughs> no. Hey, look at me. I'm in high school now. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I, even know what you're talking about yeah, at this point. I'm going to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance, says the little ske- dancing skeleton that he plays with. Huh. <laughs> wow. I'm glad somebody's not an ogre in real life. <laughs> well, I was to say. Oh. Um, meanwhile, Santa is hot. <laughs> Santa's starting to get a little uh, moist, as yep. it were. <laughs> like he misses the rains down in Africa. It's gotten too hot for him. <laughs> he has to go for a swim in crocodile-infested waters. <laughs> this was oh, another one like with the monkeys. Like, you just... Because you had some animals, I guess? Fuck. I don't know what is happening. There's a movie with Santa swimming with Crocs in it. Yeah. While well, a fairy's watching from the shore. Yeah. Um, whose decision making is this? But she saves him by turning the croc into a bird. Yeah. That happened? Yes. It was huh. a really bad shot, and she's like, thank God I was here to turn that croc into a bird. I just remember garble, 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 the scene was over. I couldn't understand her sometimes. Yeah. She was fucking saying, like, what? Yeah, she turned him into, like, a seagull. Um, well, the ogre... Oh, 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 let's cover that. Cover that. Cover that. Eventually, Santa and uh, Mary Ellen's adventures end after they take a horse taxi... Uh, they just end up in a taxi cab drawn carriage by a horse Yeah, uh, to a village where they meet some conveniently English-speaking Africans who then tell them, oh, the terrorists, rebels, they live up on that hill. They took some white people up there. Yeah. We don't know when, though. Yeah. Just sometime. So they're up there, I yeah. guess. And so they head up there and immediately get captured by the African rebels. And... Uh the fairy drops her wand because she's scared, I guess. I, why would she be scared? Like, why can't she just turn these guys into birds? <laughs> she should turn them into bunnies. Right. Or something. It's mm. just like, start use doing something. You work one day out of the year, lady, when you have magic powers. I brought you here for a reason. Actually, you brought me here. But you're here for a reason. Start shooting lasers at these guys. Yeah, there was probably a, just a script change to keep the <coughs> PG rating for the American <laughs> release. Because I think in the original, uh, they encounter the terrorist group. And then all of a sudden, she just goes, Dr. Manhattan. And they just start popping like right. little bubbles. Yes, inside out. <laughs> that would actually be really cool. Oh, it would have been sweet. But, you know. It was 1984 and PG movie with a very small budget. Um, The leader of the rebels thinks Santa is a CIA spy. (laughs) Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Again, I want you to focus on the sentence I just said. (laughs) The leader of the African rebels thinks Santa is a CIA spy. (laughs) Yeah. A sentence said by a man at some point in time. The whole interrogation scene is <laughs> Santa's getting interrogated <laughs> by rebels who just captured him, and there's like only ten of them. It's so weird. It is the weirdest thing. Like he, Santa is on his way to being waterboarded or yeah. having his ball shocked, or it also is like this little microcosm. Like, okay, this is our miracle on thirty fourth sequence. Uh huh. 
uh, Santa's going to get interrogated. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this is nothing like Miracle on 34th Street. This is a terrorist in- interrogating <laughs> Santa Claus. He's Santa. not even interrogating him. He's just telling him that he's a CIA spy. Santa's like, no, I'm the real Santa. Uh, fortunately, this this rebel leader has a lot of kids. Uh, yeah. As he explains to us that he also has three wives. I don't think that they were voluntary. Um, and uh, his kids believe that Santa is the real Santa. So they want to help out. So they go get some guns. So they, <laughs> they steal some guns. And they make a distract. Yeah, there's kids with guns. The children of Africa have gotten fucking rifles and start shooting at adults in order to save Santa Claus from being interrogated is another sentence no man has ever said in the history of humankind. What the fuck is happening here? I don't know. Oh, man. We just ended entered like Zindi world. Plus, this has gone off the rails big time. At the same time that's happening and you've got this guy interrogating Santa, the kids are going to free him. You finally meet Simon's parents, and you're like, "Why the fuck would they take you hostage?" I guess because just they're because they're white, just because they're French? And from France, I and guess. like, hey, we got your people, uh, denounce our government, and why? like, why? Okay, cool, your th- government's denounced. Yeah, neat. I I think the guy that's running this show should be a little bit more excited at this point, though, too, and get back on the horn. Because he could get on with America. Now he's got the CIA Santa Claus. <laughs> I got your man. If you ever want to see him live again, denounce our government. <laughs> uh, there's 10 of you. How about we denounce your fucking bodies when we drop some fucking bombs on you, motherfucker? <laughs> like the, the, if there's a very front desk at the CIA, say, <laughs> he's like, I've got your Santa Claus. Uh, hold, please. <laughs> And then he's just on hold indefinitely. (laughs) (laughs) What's the hold music that he has to listen to? Have a holy jolly Christmas. Or or Toto, you know, both are fucking torture. (laughs) So they, the kids, the children of Africa freed Santa and Mary Ellen the fairy. um, And... Everybody escapes. The parents get in a Jeep and drive off. That's the last we see of them. Two two French people enter a Jeep and trek across Africa (laughs) with no supplies, no food, no money. They only have the clothes on their backs and a Jeep. Well, the the kids tell them there's a Red Cross like a mile away that way. okay. Take the Jeep. Either, Either way, you've got... A fairy and Santa Claus teleport in, sort of, because they have to fucking travel after the teleport. Right. And then, rather than just teleporting them out, they're like, okay, see ya. We've got you out of the hut. Uh That's all we did. You were in the hut. Now you're out of it. You're on your own. Goodbye. And they fucking teleport back to Santa's house. And find that the children are not there. Yeah. And follow the foot. Oh, my God. They've gone into the kingdom of the ogre. We got to go. Santa goes to recruit the elves uh, while Mary Ellen turns into Little Red Riding Hood before our eyes. Before our eyes. They and were then like, starts singing about... Being Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, being yes. lost. I'm in distress. SOS. 
Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, come and get me. Come save my ass. Why did I do this to myself? I it's, mean, is uh, it a ploy, I, I guess, to, like, bait the ogre into capturing her so she knows where he lives? But at the same time... She knows where he lives. She knows where he lives. What's the strategy here? Uh, Well, something for daddy, I think. I think it's a little something for daddy it's right here. This is definitely the hottest thing she ends up wearing during the movie. Right. And unfortunately, it's shot horribly. Oh, yeah. It almost makes you snow blind. Right. It is bad. Ugh. So she gets nabbed. She gets taken into his house. Uh, her magic doesn't work in his kingdom, even though she transformed into Little Red Riding Hood inside of his in, kingdom. Well, they all live in his kingdom. And they live in his kingdom. I don't know. Um, he's like, hey, I'm going to eat these kids for dinner, and then I'm going to... Uh, yeah... Uh-huh. Well, he says, I'm going to cover you in whipped yeah. cream and uh-huh. eat you for dessert. Uh, no, he says, I'm going to cover you in whipped cream and you're my dessert. Yeah, he doesn't even say eat specifically. Uh-huh. He's, uh, uh-huh. He knows what to do with fairies and what to do with children, apparently, uh-huh. if he's an ogre. No, I it's guess. it's pretty implied uh, what he's going to do in this children's movie to Mary Ellen. Yeah, if they don't escape, this is going to turn into a hentai picture real quick. Real quick. Um, she tries to stall while Simon uh, fucking kills the ogre. Like, he fucking straight up kills this guy. Yeah. He uses a torch to burn through his ropes, and or through the rope that's held, holding up his chandelier. So it's supposed to be a wagon wheel chandelier, but it's just a wagon wheel suspended. There's no lights on it or candles or anything. It's just a, a wheel. And it falls right on his fucking head. Yep. The ogre has ceased to be. Maybe I ogres believe. have thick skulls. Okay, so he's just unconscious? Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that because something then really weird happens after they leave. Sure. Santa shows up. Oh, good thing the children are safe. I've got the elves here. Goodbye, elves. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay rent. What's the rent? Six elves, elves a month. <laughs> to the guy that eats them. Or those elves are going in there to fucking do Finish some the job. real bad things. Maybe he's done paying rent and he's had it with this guy. Why pay rent? He's on. Uncon- you've you've conquered your fucking former college roommate. Yeah, it's uh, you know I'm tired of feeding my elves to this guy. Uh, every time I bring some children, I, I every time I kidnap some children, I should say, he ends up eating them too. He could be not a problem anymore. Yeah. Like he leaves all the elves, no matter, and they look like they have got plans. What? No matter what happens after this point, it's fucked up shit. It's fucked up shit. Bad things happen in the ogre's house that we don't get to see. Yeah, either the ogre eats them, or the ogre wakes up and there's an elf sitting on his lap, and he says, "This isn't going to be fast." I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. No. The, and the, then they the, take him apart piece by piece. That's what happened, Jackie. The, fa- the, the second scenario happened already. And they, that, that those elves, they're wearing his face. Like they have taken his face off and put it on their face and like, ah, look, I'm a big ogre now. While yeah. he's still alive and they've, trapped. They've got his skin stretched out uh-huh. from the table to the floor and they're using it as a bloody water slide. There is a nail pushed right through his ball sack. Uh-huh. Yep. No, somebody's things. wearing those as Mickey ears. <laughs> <laughs> they, they dabbed him in the fireplace to make him black, and then they were like, look at me, I'm Mickey Mouse. 
bad things. Bad things have bad, happened. Bad things. Okay, so uh, whatever. Well, they fucking can fly now because I guess it's December 24th. So Santa's like, oh, the reindeer can work like they should all the time. And they go for a ride in the sky. Yeah. And, and they're like, fuck you, one horn. Yeah. <laughs> Brought the good looking ones, huh? I guess. And then she says, all right, children, don't worry. I'm always with you. I have to go now because I only have magic yesterday, even though I'm still here. Right. So I'm the fairy of the 23rd of December. Uh-huh. I can stay over the buzzer for a couple minutes to talk to people, but um, I will always be your protectors for one day out of the year. (laughs) Um, So if you're going to do anything fucking stupid, do it on the 23rd. My magic is powerful. Maybe it doesn't really work when you need it. And I've got a lot of hot outfits. Also, I'm just going to, I'm not going to be your protector because I'm just going to end up in Africa at some point for some various reason, leaving you to be eaten by a goddamn ogre. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, and also, they almost crashed into a 747. <laughs> yeah. No, they were sucked up into the the engine at this point. Right. Uh, Jet wash. Like, the pilot is like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. If you look over to your left, uh, you will see Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Our flight, flight speed right now is uh, 725 miles per hour. Uh, we're flying at a comfortable 20,000 feet above uh, sea level and also Santa. <laughs> yep. And then Santa, like, zooms off, like, like he, go, he kicks it into hyperactive. Yeah. Which the point of the pilot was like, that's right, folks. That motherfucker is fast. Can't catch that Santa. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, William Shatner is freaking the fuck out inside of that plane. <laughs> because on the other wing, on the other side, there's something out on the wing. There's nobody out on that wing. There's nobody's looking at the thing on the wing because Santa's on the other side. <laughs> there's Santa on the wing. <laughs> yeah, whatever, William Shatner. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's pretty weird right there. And they go to help Santa deliver presents to one person's house. One person's house. <laughs> I guess Santa's done. I don't know. Because the next, like, Santa has gone to Paris to deliver one person's presents with the kids and then flies them back to their little village. Yeah. Like, no, Santa, you don't have time to make all these stops all over the place. You got to go city by city. Well, and it's almost time for midnight mass. Right. Yeah. The town church is full with all of the people, uh, including grandma, the ogre, and their teacher, and no one fucking cares that the kids are back. They're Actually, like, she, the, the teacher oh. does. She cares. She's like, you guys are really late. You're in trouble. You're in trouble for me not keeping track of you or my glasses, but I found my glasses. Right. And you turned up, so everything worked out. Hurry up, hurry up. We gotta we gotta we gotta hear me sing one more time. Yeah, we you've been missing for three days and no one gave a fuck. How do you feel about your life now, Simon? Yeah. Didn't get any better, buddy. All right, so they sing a fucking song. That's neat. <laughs> no, she sings a song. Yeah, she sings right. a song. And the kids behind her going, ooh. Ooh. Why are we even here? We're just a prop for you, lady. Um, That night, Grandma puts Simon to bed, and it's clear she has nothing but contempt for this child. 
<laughs> yeah, Grandma looks at the camera a few times in the last she two scenes. She rolls her eyes when she looks at the camera yeah. at Simon, who's telling her the story of this grand adventure that he just went on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, great. Uh, shut up, Simon. Yeah, yeah, you came back. I get it. All right. Just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show. My shows are on. My stories are on the TV. Shut up. Yeah, Grandma needs some alone time even though I just had three fucking days and didn't give a fuck about you. Well, that's when she realized, God, what am I doing with my life? Oh, man, this fucking kid fell into my lap, and I did not want him. I hate my grandchild. Ugh. Anyways, she doesn't have to worry about it anymore because the parents have shown up on a bus uh, the next morning. Yeah. It's Christmas Day. And so they, uh, what, what you would do, what anyone mm-hmm. would do after mm-hmm. being held hostage for six, eight months. Right. Uh, you go into your house and fall asleep in two fairly uncomfortable chairs. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately fall asleep in two very uncomfortable chairs. Because the sequence of events is they unlock the door. I guess they've got their keys. Uh, and Simon hears them unlocking the door. He climbs out of his own window and then climbs into another window back into the house. And they have fallen asleep in that brief time. Sure. And it seems like he crawls out of the window in his pajamas and he shows up in clothes. Right? I don't know how this, this works. didn't cut together good. Well, you know, it's kind of like uh, the scene where he gets back and he's going to go put his boots by the fire, but sure. he's wearing boots. He's wearing his boots. Right? So he puts boots by the fire, but he's still got a pair of boots Whose on. Whose boots are those boots? And the whole thing with like Santa drops him off at the church and they're like, okay, we have to go home now. And then they both go home put their boots that aren't their boots in front of the fireplace and then go back to the church where Santa dropped them off for the singing of the lady and they're late. Uh-huh. Unclear. That's the end of the movie, too. He gives his dad a hug and I guess that's all wrapped up. Yeah, his head actually sticks to his dad's eyebrows. Yeah, right. <laughs> his dad's eyebrows are really big. And then the next thing that happens is clear and he comes back to life and he's like, oh my God, that was a weird death dream. Yeah. That's what I think happens. Who wants to go first on questions? And where do you begin? <laughs> where do you begin? I'll go first. Okay. Did Santa just help create ISIS? I uh... I mean, let's be honest here. We don't know what these uh what these guys are, you know, what their bag is, but I, I they're can't... kidnapping people sure. for political purposes. That's not a good thing ever to do if you're the good guys i understand there's you know it's, it's a complex sticky situation but i think that these are the bad guys well there's no telling whether they're good or bad they kidnap people they are uh poorly manned they're horridly understaffed and underarmed so i'm not worried specifically about these guys yeah but this is 1984 you know this is the beginning of the movement Next thing you know, they're fucking, they're on a boat in the ocean uh, fucking capturing Tom Hanks. Well, the problem is, is that they're not going to get any recruiting done because their leader is still on hold with the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, no, they're going to come. They're going to come. I've got their Santa. (laughs) I've got the CIA's Santa. The Santa spy. We've got him here. They're just just playing hardball with me right now. Uh, Santa escaped? Oh, uh oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'll just hang this up. Oh. Jackie, question? What is the fairy doing the rest of the time? 
during every day that's not December 23rd, plus about a 10-minute window on the 24th? Yeah, for the other 364 days a year, what is she doing? Well, the film kind of says that she's running the workshop, but she can't if she... No, she doesn't exist. She doesn't she's exist. She's in the blackness of a, a godless death. Right. <laughs> Which then have, <laughs> wow. see Jackie's face right now. Like, she almost vomited in her mouth. Uh... Okay, Christmas story's <laughs> getting dark here. Um, how can she be watching them, though, at all times? She doesn't. She says, like, well, I'm always with you, but I only work on the 23rd, so that's always for her. Okay. Because yeah, her existence oh. doesn't, like, that's perspective, right? She doesn't know anything outside of that. So it's always for her, but it's one day of the year for them, and she does a shitty job. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. Sam? What does his dad do? Uh, he had, like, we, we should mention that his mom is way too hot for his dad. Right. Uh, so we got to come up with like what. One, he's he's hitting out like. He's Tebow in the major leagues here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, as far as his marriage. And uh, he's been kidnapped. Right. And held hostage. For an entire country. Correct. Yeah. Actually, an entire continent. Well, he, France is the uh, what ransomy or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right, so. right, right. Um, Jackie? <laughs> they were on vacation, uh-huh. and they wandered away from the um, all-inclusive resort. And got put on a plane to Africa. <laughs> no, they were in Africa. Okay. In a resort. And this is a true true thing in Africa. Okay. There are places that you do not wander off of the resort. Oh, really? You think? And they have machine guns. This is a true thing, she said. To, <laughs> to, to keep the riffraff off of the beach <laughs> and to stop the uh, resort goers from being kidnapped. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, they don't pay attention. So they just wander a little bit further. You know, they swim like slightly to the left uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then they're captured and so he's, you know, he's got a job at Taco Bell. He's at the Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell, Bell manager. Okay. What? He's married to this hot lady. Yeah. Well, she, they met when she was in high school and he was in his early 20s and uh, they got married because she was pregnant and uh, she moved on from the Taco Bell. They don't have Taco Bell in France, do they? <laughs> if but, they have Taco Bell in France... Let then Taco you can't pit look down your nose at us anymore. You people have got Taco Bell. You're just as bad as us. <laughs> it's Baguette Bell. <laughs> that, that would be so dumb. Here's your uh, arbitrary baguette for today. <laughs> Carry it around. This is a, this is a foot long sloppy Joe. I mean, I love it, but this is beneath you people. <laughs> um, what the fuck is this movie? Is it a propaganda film? <laughs> For what? No. Well, then what's the deal with these fucking African rebels? Is Mitchell. it trying to make a political statement? No. Uh, to they children. Just, <laughs> they couldn't think of anything else that, you know, the parents would be in peril for. So they were like, all right. Bear know. attack. Uh, yeah. You can't well, save them they're, two they're, months later from a bear attack. They are stranded in the middle of the fucking ocean. Um, they Those are all real... You know, you died. So, like being held hostage is a good like your parents didn't leave you because they don't love you. So that's what they had to come up with. There is your parents a situation where his parents didn't leave him because they didn't love him. So they've been captured but by African rebels. 
It, why African rebels? Because they had a tie. They, they know a guy in Senegal. Oh. And he's like, you know what? Africa's not in enough movies. Yeah, we could just shoot down there. It'd be fun. Santa, Santa takes a trip. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So it's not a propaganda film. No, I no. don't think so. All right. I don't think there's that much brains behind this operation. <sighs> I don't know, man. There's some pretty weird shit happening. Uh, Sam, you got any questions? Other than what his dad does know. Okay. Jack? No. Okay. Uh, well, the big one then, guys. Does this movie capture the true spirit of Christmas? No. No. <laughs> no, it does not. I think it should because of all the things that happen, but it misfires so much that it doesn't explicitly tell you or know what it's doing. So, no. Well, if if, if our theory is correct that Simon has frozen to death in the, in the t- tundra of Finland and is having a death nightmare... Then we've got uh, the monster or go-go bite thing. The movie does not take place. So there, anything that happens after he freezes to death is nothing. Yeah. Which would make any moral irrelevant sure. about Christmas. Because the only thing that we could have up at that point is a kid gets lost. And dies. <laughs> and dies. And is reunited with his dead parents that yeah. were killed two months ago when the country wouldn't meet the terrorist demands nothing Christmassy is stated in that at all and even though he's not finished he's done so it's not even a Christmas (laughs) still going there Uh, I think it's funny it's it's not a Christmas movie guys it's not no it's not and it has Santa in almost every scene right Mm. that is an achievement in bad Christmasing Wow. This is some of the worst Christmasing I've ever seen. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Wow. Uh, final recommendations, though. I think everybody kind of has to, has to give this one a shot. This is, this is as head-scratchy, hilarious, and bad as they get. Right. I'm with you. Spend that $2.99. It is, it is worth every cent. Yeah, I, I think this is a fucking fantastic bad movie. Uh, just, I mean, be, again, because of its weirdness, like... You're trying to have a Christmas movie right now, and it's this fucking baffling? Wow. And the other thing is, like, it's not boring either. No. It's not like you're seeing something that's just weird. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. It moves, and it just hits you with left field shit constantly. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, when you laugh so hard that you don't make any audible noise, you just basically stop breathing. I was doing that the entire time Santa was being interrogated by Jared because it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Uh, uh, All right. That's three dues from us uh, to close out the year Uh, to further close out the year. uh, We're going to we've you know, we've got a week left before Christmas, so we're going to toss out some more recommendations out there. Jackie has become. Streaming do's and don'ts Christmas binge lady. So guess what, Jackie? You get an entire streaming do's and don'ts segment just for you. All right. On the Netflix. (laughs) On the Netflix. The Christmas Prince. The Christmas Prince. It's a movie about a reporter, and she's the only one available, so they send her off to some buttfuck kingdom that nobody's ever heard of. The kingdom of the ogre. Uh, to pretty much see what this prince is going to do. He has to, ab- you know, he has to either abdicate the throne, throne or take it. Uh-huh. And he's a playboy. Okay. That's his reputation. Uh-huh. Sure. So they fall in love. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, a year later, uh-huh. they make the sequel. The when, Christmas Prince 2? The Christmas Prince. I'm not prince. done with Christmas Prince 1. How is he the Christmas Prince? That nothing you said has anything to do with Christmas. Because it's at Christmas time. That's, so it doesn't actually So it's Die Hard? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. And so, you know, a year later, and it actually came out this year, was the Christmas Prince 2, A Royal Wedding. So, you you know, that tells you in the first one, they, they probably fell in love. Okay. So, the second one is The Royal Wedding, and there's this big political scandal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know. Do they interrogate Santa? No. Right. You know, the, the thing is, in this two movies, you don't see Santa Claus at all. <laughs> so It doesn't seem like you really see, see Christmas at all. Yeah, so if you, you know, if you like a little bit of romance in, in a very royal style, you will like these two movies. They are worth a watch. That has nothing to do with Christmas at all, but we put Christmas in the title so people will watch it during the holiday season. Yes, it's about love uh, and ugh. and live in the fairy tale. Gross. The next one I've got for you guys is... Uh, Christmas in the Smokies. Christmas, Christmas in the Smokies. Like Little Smokies? <laughs> you know what? If the Little Smokies would have been part of this movie, it would have been worth watching. If they could have <laughs> kind of danced around and maybe jumped and you put some of those wiggly eyeballs on them, you know? But without Little Smokies, this is a pile of shit. <laughs> this is a total pile of shit. Like any holiday party. It's no a- Smokies and I'm out. <laughs> You know, it's this country singer. He comes back to his hometown after he's kind of flop his career. Okay. And his high school girlfriend is still there, but they're going to lose their farm. So he puts on a concert, but they don't make enough money to save the farm. Uh-huh. And then a miracle happens and somebody wants to buy the farm's jam or pies, or I'm not sure what they were actually is selling. Is it a Christmas miracle? And Wait. it is supposed to be a Christmas miracle taking place at Christmas time. Okay. And it has a lot of Jesus talk in it. All right. And it has a lot of uh, Oh Holy Night. I think they play that song like 10 fucking times. Does Jesus get interrogated by African rebels? No. And right. they're, and they're But you do see a Santa Claus at this event. So, I mean, they have like one scene... And it's more like just a shot of Santa Claus. And, is this one worth it? And you say it's a pie farm? I think so. I think it's a pie farm. They don't think that pie farms are a thing, but okay. What's yeah. you farming? Pies. pies. <laughs> like, shit, buddy, you have got the market cornered. I need it on this. I need on this action right now. Yeah, so they, they have some horses there, but they sell pies, I think is, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was very unclear. The, you know, this, this country western star is actually staying in this uh, ranch slash pie farms barn with a horse because they won't let him stay in this huge farm, you know, like this great big house that they have. They're like, no, fucker, you're worth millions of dollars. You could probably just buy like a house to stay in over the winter. But fuck you. Go stay out in the fucking barn with the horses. I don't know if he's supposed to be the Jesus because, you know, there's no room in the inn. But, uh, yeah. Is there, is there like a uh, is there like a family feud, but like a Hatfield McCoy family sure. feud between the pie farm and the cake guys? <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds more like it's the nativity only with pie. <laughs> and the cranberry said unto them, uh. <laughs> I'll never make it into a pie, you assholes. Instead of frankincense and mirth, just pecan. <laughs> <laughs> pecan and pumpkin. All right. Anything else? It is a do not. Do okay. not watch <laughs> The Smoky Mountain Christmas. Uh, there's also one called um, Coming Back to Christmas. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. I believe that one is on Amazon. All of these ones are streaming right. on, on the local that, things. That's why we call it on the local thing. The that's local. why we call the segment streaming do's and don'ts, Jackie. Uh, so, yeah. So, this one's called Coming Back to Christmas. And uh, she's engaged to this really high-powered lawyer and he dumps her like two days before she's supposed to go to her parents' house. 
And so she hires an actor that was standing on the street corner as a phone guy. What? Oh, <laughs> he's like on one of those foam phone suits on. Sure. And then he's, he's got a the sign, sign. spinner. Sign yeah. spinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Hey, you want a job? <laughs> you want to come pretend to be my I have a uber job. rich boyfriend, and I'll give you some tickets to Maui." Hmm. So he goes, and then they fall in love. It's um. Huh. It's a, it's a meh, so I'm going to have to say it's a pass. It wasn't very good. Okay. Well, with a plot line like that, I don't know how they could go wrong. Uh, the other thing, there, and I can't remember this. I think this one's called the Advent Calendar. The Advent. The Advent <laughs> Calendar. And it's got uh, the African-American gal from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I do not know her name. Uh, I don't either. And the old man from This Is Us, the uh, African-American uh, dad okay. that dies of whatever in This Is Us. Uh, so they're in this movie together and he gives her an advent house that belonged to her grandma and every day the doors open and it has like a little thing that comes out and you know, like boots or a tree or something uh-huh. and it's pretty much predicting her future for that day Oh, and it's helping to direct her towards true love. Ugh. Um, that sounds like awful. It was kind of funny actually. Uh. Um. You know, like that one day they had a tree in there and then a Christmas tree fell out into the road in front of her and she almost died, which I thought was pretty funny, but I don't think it was supposed to be funny. I think it was supposed to be a way for her to meet somebody, but I don't know. If you can kind of get past the awkwardness of it all, it's it's worth a watch. Oh. Uh, all these movies sound horrible to me, and I have zero interest in watching any of them. The one with uh, Kurt Russell I didn't watch. My mom said it was horrendously boring. Okay. But I did find out that there is singing and dancing in jail in it. That is also on my list to watch. Yeah. That sounds scary. Huh. Okay. Um, that's it, guys. we got to wrap this shit up. Uh, it's been a long road. Uh, it's hard as hell. And it's hard as hell. Uh, he, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Say Frank hi, Stallone. Stay hi to your dad there, uh, John. Um, so, happy Christmas to you. Uh, we may or may not see you before the new year. Um, thank you for listening. Subscribe to us on Patreon uh, if you want to support us. Also, follow us on Facebook.com uh, and Twitter.com. Email us, talk at Steaker Madness, and tell us about your Christmas movies that you've watched. Call us and say Merry Christmas to us. Uh, even if that's all you want to say, we always love hearing from you guys. So, uh, Final things, guys. I guess when we come back, we get more Batman. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, nice. Your that's your your next pick, aren't you? Yeah, I, I'm committing to doing the the rest of the Batman. Okay, so Batman Forever will be our next movie. Batman Forever's. All right, there you go. Uh, get to the chopper. Jingle bells. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.